0: JMI Wealth, Andrew Callagher, good morning. Yeah, very good morning, Mike. Now, from the RB, the inflation expectations, (coughs) I know there was one in America done with the Fed and it tells a similar sort of story. Yeah, you're not wrong. New York Federal Reserve released uh, overnight, released a sort of consumer um, inflation expectations. Survey uh, as well, and you got similar results. So, like, I mean, we haven't talked about inflation for a couple of days, have we, Mike? So, yeah, let's go back there. It is a major battle for for central banks around the world. Um, we should be thankful we're not expected to head into double digits like that. Thirteen point three, I think, that's expected in the UK. But so, what happens here is every quarter of the RBNZ sends out a survey to a fairly small group of of experts in this space and released the results of that survey yesterday where do they think inflation will be hence the inflation expectation survey and I think the results will provide some sort of some degree of comfort to the bank even if you're not convinced about the actual level of the numbers then at least take the read from the directional outcome in which way have expectations moved. So um, what were the numbers? Well, one year ahead, inflation expectations sitting at 4.86%. Previous uh, survey, that was 4.88. Two years ahead, sitting at 3.07. That's come down from 3.29. And three years ahead, going right out there, 2.32. And that's also fallen. About ten basis points. So, sort of, what do we what do we note from this? Well, uh, I mean, inflation is still expected to be elevated in a year's time, but it's not trending higher. So, inflation expectations have stopped going up. And if you take into account the fact that the most recent inflation release was at seven point three percent. So to have an expectation one year out at 4.86 gives you comfort that the view is inflation will fall. Uh, and then if you look at that two-year one, uh, expectations over the longer term have sort of tended to be, people have thought that they are a guide to what people will do with prices and wages. So the expectation of a return in two years' time, to sort of more normal levels, that three point oh seven. Yes, it's just outside the one to three percent range the RBNZ want, but at three point oh seven, it's within the sort of it's it's within COOE, isn't it? Um, I think that's definitely good news. I don't think any of this will stop the RBNZ raising the cash rate right. next week, but um, but it's good news. Now, speaking of good news, what do we make of earnings seasons? Enough? Have we seen enough <coughs> good numbers yet, or not? Yeah, I think so. Look, the US earnings season, we've been going on about this for the past couple of weeks. Uh, the reason being the outcomes of this move the US share market around and that impacts, impacts sentiment and market share market direction everywhere. Now, what we've been talking about, we've been talking about walking that narrow path between, you know, moving up interest rates, getting inflation under control, but at the same time, not grinding the economy down and, in the words of the RBA Governor, keeping the economy on an even keel. Now, the bulk of companies in the S&P 500 have reported their second quarter earnings now. 87%, I think, is the number. So what's the message? What's the theme? What are the big picture takeaways? Well, 75% of those companies that have reported have announced a positive earnings per share surprise. The earnings growth rate is 6.7%. So earnings are still growing. Now, that rate of growth is the slowest we've seen since the end of 2020, but it's still going up, but the pace is moderating. And then if we look at the, the next sort of important thing, and that's the valuation. So at current earnings, is the market does the market look expensive or does it look cheap? And the answer actually is a bit of both. If we look at the thing called the PE ratio, the forward-looking PE ratio, It's below the average for the last five years, but above the average for the last 10 years. So sort of middle of the road, really. But I think the message that we take is that the earnings season outcome wasn't as bad as might have been feared. And while earnings growth is slowing at the moment, it looks like we are. Navigating that narrow path, Mike. It looks like we are staying on oh, it. Still uncertainty ahead. And look, July was a good month for share markets after a horrible start to the year. You got that really strong payroll data, U.S. labor market data on Friday night. So that that means the the Federal Reserve is still going to have to play a reasonably strong hand. But on the other hand, that's positive for spending and holds recession talk at bay if you've got strong labor markets. So it's all about balance. I think we're on that narrow path at the moment, Mike. I my need call. some numbers. You do. And I'll give them to you. Uh, The Dow Jones, 32,835. It's up 32 points. Uh, The S&P 500 is down five points, so more or less flat. Uh, 4139 is the number there. And the NASDAQ is down 30 points as I look at it, 12,628. Overnight, the FTSE 100 gained 43 points to be at 7,482. Uh, the Nikkei gained a quarter of a percent, 28,249. The Shanghai that was up 10, 3236. Uh, the A6200 gained five points yesterday, closing at 7,020. And the N650 lost 0.22 of a percent, uh, 26 points, closing at 11,702. Uh, on the currencies, one Kiwi dollar will buy you 0.6285. US, 0.8995 Aussie, 0.6163 Euro, 0.5201 pounds, 84.66 Japanese yen. Gold is trading at $1,787.88. And Brent crude, still under $100, bucks, 96 dollars 01 See you tomorrow, mate. Andrew Kelleher,